I never get tired of talking to gappers. And I have a backlog of incredible people like Tanisha, who you hear from today, who have spoken to me about their gap year experience. I'm so excited for you to take a listen to Tanisha's story. I think it can be very relatable to so many students out there. So big thanks to Tanisha, who recorded this over a year ago with me, and it's only making it to air right now. So take a listen. sharing their stories, ideas, and experts diving deep into how you can make the right decisions in order to have a meaningful gap year. This is the place to be no matter where you are on your gap year journey. I'm Michelle Dittmer, your resident gap year expert. Let's jump right in. Hey there, and welcome to the Gap Year Podcast. I have an incredible guest with me today. Uh, Tanisha Bassan is coming to us, and she has so much experience under her belt on her Gap Year, and I'm so thrilled that she is spending some time to share her story with you today. So, Tanisha, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. So I wanted to just give you an opportunity to share a little bit about yourself. Where are you coming from and uh, who is Tanisha? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, um, it's great to be on the podcast. I guess, I mean, if we're starting way back, my journey, I was born in India. I was an immigrant when I to, came to Canada when I was seven years old, my family. And, um, uh, you know, over the past couple of years, actually, like, um, my life has changed dramatically. Um, when I was 16, I fell in love with this technology called quantum computing, realized that I want to do something bigger with my time on planet Earth. And um, I was fortunate enough to join this amazing program called the Knowledge Society, where I met a ton of my friends today. And I got a huge uh, amount of mentorship and help towards helping me realize my own passion, which is like, how can I, um, I guess growing up, I was always really interested in physics. So how could I like use my passion in physics and understanding how the universe works and combine it with a technology that's like new and upcoming called quantum computing and possibly think about um, how it could change the world and how I could be part of it. And so as I recently, uh, graduate high school last year in June uh, 2019. Um, I had to, I guess, you know, to um, make some big decisions on what to do next as I graduated. And I, you know, now I'm on my gap year, getting to work on something which is quantum computing. It's something that I love and I'm super passionate about. I think that's such an amazing story, and I think it's it's so great that you shared with us that you um, have recently come to Canada, because I know that when we talk to a lot of young people who are new to Canada, they get a lot of resistance from their family for taking gap years. Uh, was your family supportive right off the bat, or, or did you have to do a little bit of convincing? 
No, I, I will, I definitely have to do my, like, I'm very fortunate that my parents are just supportive people, but for, they definitely have, you know, traditional thinking on how education should be, and gap year isn't something that they ever thought about, so I definitely had, did have, like, a lot of pushback, um, and actually, when I, you know, taking a gap year was a, a very last-minute decision as well for me, like, it was, you know, August, and it was like, I think the last like couple, like the last two weeks of August, and you know, that's when I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take a gap year, I have this opportunity in front of me, and I'm just gonna take it, um, and so when I had to talk with my parents, it was, it was, I kind of already made up my mind, um, but you know, I got a lot of no's, but I think as I was able to share like the reason why behind I wanted to take a gap year and the impact it could have on my life, I started getting like they started warming up to it. And so that really helped. And now they're actually like now they're happy that I took a gap year. It's so fascinating. Um before they were totally against it and now as it's been a couple months they've and they've seen my progress, um, they're actually really happy with like the decision I made. You know what? There are so many people that have that exact experience that hindsight is twenty twenty, And wherever I go, I'm always running into people and they say, gap year, like best decision of my life. And I wish, or the opposite too, I wish I had taken a gap year. So looking backwards, it always makes sense. But looking forward for some people is really a challenge um, and, and seeing the opportunity that exists. So what was it? What were the, the things that made you actually decide or, or tip the scales in the favor of a gap year? There's a lot of things. Okay, but if I was to break everything down fundamentally, it would just be, I looked at it, I like valued it as a, as a simple framework as what is the opportunity cost? So if I, what is the opportunity cost of me just taking a year off and starting school a year later and potentially working on something that is super crazy and like ambitious and like, um, unconventional but like what would I could be like losing out like actually nothing like there is no downside of me taking a gap year and starting school a year late um, whereas I actually thought that if I didn't take a gap year the downside would be so much higher I would be missing out on this really crazy opportunity to be doing something working at a company doing quantum computing at 18 years old that's something that like well, I will remember as I'm like, you know, on my deathbed even, like this is a crazy opportunity that no one else I think in the world could possibly ever have. But so that was my framework for deciding how to like actually, like if I was going to take a gap year or not. But I also think that like for other people out there, I think just understanding that like, we think taking a gap year is actually a risk or it's like, you know, because there's certain misconceptions or pre notions about what a gap year is. Um, but I think if you have like a vision in mind of how you want to spend your time and you want to learn how to be independent and just explore what the world is like, um, there is no actual risk in taking a gap year. And as long as you like make sure to, you know, um, self-regulate yourself and how to you know make sure you optimize that one year that you're taking off um, I think the opportunity cost is always going to be way higher than going and just going to straight into university 
I think that's a really mature thing to be able to say. I can, <laughs> I can say that. And I don't know if that maturity came before you started taking your gap year or if it uh, has, has developed significantly on your gap year. But I think that some people don't realize the opportunities that are in front of them when they, they look at the potential of having a gap year. So for you, you had this incredible opportunity that you, you almost had a choice. Like I can take up this opportunity or I could go to school. And mm-hmm. for some people, they, they have, I can go to school or I can take a gap year. And that gap year is, is basically a blank slate uh, and a blank page. So I think no matter what's in front of you, um, looking at what the possibilities are, and that's what you were able to see, as you were able to see the possibility of taking up this opportunity and what it was going to provide for you mm-hmm. and the experience that it was going to give. So I think that is incredibly powerful. And for people who don't have a particular thing in front of them, it's your opportunity to get into the driver's seat and to decide what is going to be on that blank piece of paper and what are you going to do. So I think that is incredibly cool. Yeah, um, and, and and I just wanted to like add a, a thing that I was, I was thinking is like, I realized that like I was lucky I had an opportunity that was in front of me while I was making the decision, but a lot of times you're right, like it is an it's a super ambiguous situation like when you're taking a year off what do you do with it but i do know like now that i remember like i thought about a gap year like way like months in advance and i was like scared like i didn't even bring it up to my parents but i do think that like once you start like learning how to structure potentially what your gap year will look like and you have plans set in motion and that's kind of like how like, you know, when I had an opportunity um, in front of me, like, that's what really helped me just be like, okay, this is a decision I may make. But like, yeah, I think just, this is just a random thought, but like, even like thinking about like developing the skill of um, working through a super ambiguous, unknown situation and structuring it is so valuable as well. Um, and like how you can do that and actually like create opportunities for yourself, um, not be given them. Um, and, you know, those are some of the in- thoughts I had while you were talking. <laughs> I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, I think creating your own opportunities and defining what you're going to do in that year, uh, especially coming out of high school where there is a structure and there's, there's certain things that are expected of you. This is an opportunity to not only do what you want, but to do what you think will benefit you. And I think that's something that you have done. You, you, you weighed out all of the things you could learn taking up this role and uh, have stepped into it wholeheartedly, which I, I absolutely envy and I love. And I'm so excited that you have that opportunity uh, to do that. So kudos. And that's really, really cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about maybe some of the other things that you've done on your gap year outside of working. Because a lot of people who take their gap year, they, um, they find a job and they work, but there's a lot of hours of the day that maybe used to be taken up by homework or extracurriculars. So are there other things that you've picked up uh, outside of your your work or is there there's some social elements to your life that look a little bit different than they did in high school? Yeah, for sure. I okay, so I want I guess I'll try to paint a picture for how my uh, year looks like. So actually 
first I do want to just define like what I even do I guess quickly it's like so I, I work at a quantum computing startup here in Toronto um, and they're based out of actually a research lab in Harvard so the headquarters is in Boston um, and so I work with like some of the leading scientists and researchers in this field to help I guess develop like software platforms or like tools and algorithms that potentially can help like uh, create like massive applications and impact um, on problems that quantum computers specifically can solve and I won't go into what uh, quantum computing is because that's a whole other conversation but it's just a it's an interesting technology that will allow us to solve problems that we could never uh, think about solving before if I was to like put it very simply so that's what and I do. thank you because lots yeah. of us don't understand quantum computing <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna say it's a it's like a new type of computer that's gonna help us solve problems that were potentially like basically impossible to solve before but can be possible now and that that niche of like what kind of problems can I work on is very exciting to me. So that's kind of what I spend my time doing. Yeah, and so, no, no big deal at, at 18 years old, just taking on <laughs> these giant problems with supercomputers that don't exist, you know, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I was like, you know, it was like, I'm going to do something that I think that like I could like never in my mind did I think that at 18 I could be doing something like this and and a lot very often I'm like am I even like you know qualified like I'm not even qualified uh, to be really working on this but it's like it's, it was like the biggest challenge I could give myself so actually a lot of my time um, because I work on something so I guess crazy and like very hard in a sense um some of my time is like definitely learning a lot like uh learning uh, like physics I guess and learning um like programming and coding so I do a lot of like um just building up my knowledge base of like skills and skill sets that I need to be successful at what I do and potentially in the future as well so this is, this is uh, I think, every teacher's dream. You source <laughs> out these opportunities to learn. Like that is the definition of a lifelong learner, finding oh. out what you need to learn in order to, to take the next step and then finding it and learning it and then being able to take the next step. So yeah. like everybody <laughs> had like a complete light bulb moment when they're like, oh, learning because she wants to learn? What, learning physics because she wants to learn physics uh, I love it sorry go on <laughs> no thank you I mean it's it's actually so funny like I, I actually like really love learning and just acquiring knowledge but it was I think when I'm doing it on my own terms it's just so much more fun and like valuable than I guess sometimes like sitting in a classroom like I love just having freedom over like for example um, one of my friends actually she bought me like um, basically a physics textbook it's a Feynman lectures on physics and I was so excited and now I'm actually just going through like first year of physics kind of like on my own um, because it's just fascinating and then aside from I got interested in learning about cancer research and how it's done um, and what's like the future of how potentially we could like develop better ways to diagnose prognose and treat cancer and um, I found that like a lot of what's happening now is in um, in research labs like our experimental uh, research labs are we becoming we're gathering lots of data on very exciting things because tumor and cancer is just a complex like this is a complex problem and so being able to like figure out like get more data and information on how this like 
how this problem even um, affects the human body is exciting. But now, like the where the the lack comes in is like um, now we need like a way to actually understand the data that's coming out experimentally in through research labs, which is like um, how can you look into using computational biology and machine learning to build models and understand um, how cancer like. It, it cancer even works personalized in specific bodies and and things that we never thought of like that affect it um, but because it's so hard for humans to understand vast amounts of data but if you do it on a computer it's like way easier so learning about that and like just just reading papers and just I guess like um, things like like letting my curiosity run free is like definitely one one aspect and um, I guess I also didn't I did it I made another this like a big-ish decision, uh, which is actually moving out of my parents' house and living downtown in Toronto um, with three of my, like, uh, friends. And so now I actually uh, pay for my own rent, even though I'm not, like, you know, like, it's common to, like, live on campus when, I guess, um, you are, like, every, like, when you are in university, but this is just, like, me uh, moving out for kind of not really any reason except for just wanting to move out um, and so I live with uh, three other of my uh, girlfriends and like even just learning how to cook learning how to clean learning like just like life skills um, is also like you know things that I spend my time on and it's always great because now we ha now I have like my own place um, and so a lot of like our friends will like you know having friends over and planning interesting activities or like just excursions like or doing something fun like a movie night like that's something that um you know is becoming more of a ritual it's just yeah there's a lot of things going on actually now that i'm thinking about it but um i guess in an unstructured way that's a kind of some of the stuff that i do <laughs> i love it and I, I think that's important for people to hear because sometimes they think that like when you look at when you're looking at a blank page, you're like, oh my goodness, what am I going to fill it with? What am I going to do every day if I don't have school and homework? Um, and it sounds like you have a lot on your plate. Uh, and I love that you're able to let your curiosity drive where you want to go, what you want to do, what you want to see, what you want to learn, mm -hmm. and. Um, and building up those life skills. Moving out is a big deal. And the fact that you did that electively, um, that, that it's something that you, you felt you were ready for and you were ready for that challenge and stepping into it and learning to live with roommates and learning to cook and clean and pay rent and be accountable in different ways. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> such a huge piece. Um, and I think the other thing that I really wanted to highlight was the fact that you're still very social. Some people think that all of their friends are going to go off to university and if they're doing something different, they're going to just be left behind and sit on the couch all alone and their only friend is going to be their dog. Um, <laughs> but I, it's very clear to me that you, that is not the case for you, that you have found uh, a group of people that are, are, are your social circle. Mm -hmm. And I think like even if you're not living on your own, if you're still like living at your parents' house, I think it just takes a little bit of initiative. And I can like, this is so funny. I know I don't go to university, but I visit like you, like the libraries, the University of Toronto libraries so often just to sometimes get work done or like meet people even sometimes or some of the friends that are in university, like that's the best way to sometimes like, hey, do you want to just hang out and it becomes like, okay, let's go hang out at the library, do some work together, catch up, get food. Like I think that it is very, like you can still 
for sure like be social and like not be completely isolated if you think that you're the only one on a gap year and your friends are all in university yeah you're not going to be a, a social outcast that people are yeah. still going to want to hang out with you and uh, uh, especially if you can find ways to to make some space for for their workload and your workload and figure out how to make it work it uh, it can be really nice to a really nice balance for everybody to see how the the other side is living Mm-hmm. Exactly. I love it. So I'm wondering if you could talk about some of the, the biggest challenges that you've encountered on your, on your gap year journey. If you had to kind of highlight what some of the pieces maybe that you weren't expecting or things that were a little bit more difficult than you originally thought. Yeah, I'm going to say right off the bat, I'm a very like emotional, sensitive person. I've had so many high lows all the time. Um, So like, you know, like I'm not, I actually don't like, like, I guess not in a stressful way, but just like realizing that like sometimes, uh, you know, stuff happens and then you have to deal with it so I remember like just moving out the first couple weeks I actually really missed my parents I got sick one time and uh, I was feeling feverish and like I couldn't go home because of the weather or something and I started crying I was like oh, I really miss my parents like sometimes like just you know like there was no one to like make like my mom would like make me soup and I was like I really miss that um but you know okay so that's a very I guess like small case scenario but I think that overall the challenges um if I were to like categorize them um it would really be like yes I do have like some structure in my life without school like with the work that I'm doing but just knowing like I think a huge part that sometimes scares me is like I am, you know, time is passing you by. Am I optimizing it um, the most efficiently? So sometimes um, just like thinking about like, was I productive enough? Am I really getting what I want? Um, Am I making progress towards some of the goals that I've set for myself? Um, Those are the, like, those are some of the points that like, I think struggles that I've had to like learn to live with. So, and the way I got over them is actually trying to build better habits. So one of my goals was like trying to become more, I guess, like fit. And so going, like figuring out a schedule to go to the gym or like, you know, do like a class with some of my friends, uh, like a workout class or something and just setting habits and training that. Um, aside from that, I think I've gotten to also just learn how to be independent all by myself. Um, and actually, and two interesting experiences that happen is because I my company um, is based in Boston. I got to travel to Boston uh, twice in the past like couple of months since I started um, for like a, a actually back in like back just a week ago I think I was in Boston and that was like the first time I guess traveling all by myself and like living in a whole new city for a week um getting like you know also there for work but then just meeting new people in a new city I guess like that was just like I guess like if I wanted to just like maybe like take look back is like when you're on a gap year you are you know, you you have some level of structure or no structure, and just like um, when things like life will continue happening to you, and like when like you know big scary things happen, is like how do you deal with that? Um, and so like learning to be independent and traveling by myself was a a big um, thing, I guess, in my life, and just like realizing that like um, you 
you know, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna be like away from your parents, like there are certain things that you have to like learn to grow up and uh, and just do for yourself. So like even now scheduling my own doctor's appointments and like doing things like that. Like it's so it, I don't know if everyone's doing it, but I know like my parents really scaffolded me a lot. So just like getting rid of that scaffold sometimes is really scary. Um, and I think that, you know, at, some, at every moment, like loneliness sometimes comes in, like drops in and then, um, then you feel a little sad, like, you know, am I actually missing out on some of the experiences my friends are having in university and you feel a little, you know, just seeing them have certain experiences that you're not having. Um, but I think that like, that's like, there's a solution to all of these, like, challenges that come your way and like um some of the ways that I dealt with them was definitely like by just taking action trying to like uh figure out like if I'm feeling lonely then how do I go like make for more friends or meet some of my friends etc yeah I I think that it was so interesting listening to your answer to that question because um, you talk about these emotional needs and I think that we don't give enough space to that in our lives. And as we're growing up, we are, we're often told like you have to grow up and you've got to learn to do your laundry and do the dishes and pay your rent. And there are very tangible, physical things that are part of growing up. But being independent from your parents and and learning how to be a grown-up and make new friends or deal with being lonely. Those are also skills and also things that are happening over the course of this year for you that are going to serve you. And I don't think we, we acknowledge that enough. We give lots of kudos and accolades for the physical things or the things that are very external. Um, but there is a lot of emotional maturity and growth and, and pushing and getting out of your emotional comfort zone that happens. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so thank you for sharing that because that's yeah. not something that is always front and foremost for a lot of people. And, and, I, and, I, and I have to say that like, I like in terms of like when you ask that question, like I had a little bit of trouble like, figuring out how to answer it because like if I really think back, like everything, it's like I am living my best life. Like there is actually no like real challenges that I'm really facing. I think that like, you know, I got to choose where I, like I got to make the, you know, my own decisions for where I want to be and what I want to do. And I get to make decisions on my own every single day. So I, and like I love what I'm doing. So I kind of like feel like you know, in some ways, like, I'm, I'm definitely, like, so grateful and have so much gratitude for the life that I'm living. Um, I think, you know, it's very extremely lucky. And I was like, but the challenges, like, you can't, like, you know, like, the challenges that, that I've mainly faced, they weren't, like, a single event or anything like that. It's just, like, the emotional things that I didn't, like, you know, ever think that would happen, like, you know, I would experience. Um, because I think we're so like, and at least in my home, uh, with my parents, there was so much, you know, your parents love you, they want to protect you. But once you like, come out of that shell, like, the amount of like, flux of emotions and experiences and how you feel about them, like, that's why kind of I think like, what I had to learn to get over. And I think that like, as as these experiences happen like they've just made me a stronger person like now i know how to like deal with uh stronger emotions that ha like that that come out of absolutely nothing like one day you could be sitting at home nothing actually ever happened like nothing happens but you just feel a little sad because you're a little lonely and you're you know you you go on instagram you look at your friends and they're like having some you know having fun at university and you're like ah oh, I'm on a gap year and I, you know, that's something that I'm choosing to miss out on. 
um, and so you know, and just learning how to deal with some of some of those like things that come your way. What I'm hearing really strongly from you is this sense of resilience that you're learning how to tackle these challenges because challenges are going to come no matter where you are in your life, no matter, no matter what life path you're on. But you have really found a way to see it not as something that's crippling or something that is going to um, get in your way, but an opportunity to grow and to learn a different skill and to move through that and to be able to then have a skill that you can apply to the next time you're in a similar situation. Um, and, and I think that is, is huge, um, being able to identify these things and not necessarily see them as a challenge, but just something that happens and you're going to work through it. Um, yeah. I also wanted to just acknowledge that there, there's a sense of, of wanting to get the most out of life and worrying about not making everything happen on your gap year um, and not and missing out on things, whether that's um, the, the, the experiences that your friends are having at university or um, that afternoon you decided to sit on the couch instead of do something productive. Um, I think it's really interesting to get outside of school to really tackle that because a sense of time and urgency is completely different because those things that you are quote unquote missing out on right now will have a time and place in your life in the future if you choose uh, to make them a priority. And I think that's a really cool opportunity that you have made space for a particular opportunity but you're also going to make space for those other things uh, at another time in your life if you so, if you so choose. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think like one framework like, that's really helped me just get through like most of my struggles. I honestly don't think I've had like much struggles at all, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But I know that um, like if the one framework that does, that did like, did help me a lot is just knowing how I guess grateful you are to even be in the position that you are like you know being in Canada being like where we live today we live like you know we live in the top one percent of the world and the fact that I you know have the opportunity to even make a decision to take a gap year from school um, is such a wonderful like it, it just I'm I guess I'm just like so grateful that like I, I I'm even in that position and so um, even like knowing that like, yes, that, you know, emotional things happen. And sometimes you, ha- you know, you, you have a lot of fear about, are you making the most of life? But you realize that like, a lot of this, you know, like things as, as long as you're working towards being a better person every day, things will work out. And it's sometimes so important to just like stop thinking about the negative things and just realize like how lucky and how, you know, amazing it is to be where you are today and, and, and the trajectory that you're taking. Like for me, um, even trying to like work at a workplace where I'm like, probably surrounded by at least everyone everyone else is at least 10 years older than me even being in that environment uh you know was a challenge and then going learning how to just uh navigate that and learn how and learning how to like um you know excel in an area that i'm not qualified for definitely was a challenge but i think that just having gratitude for even having opportunities in your life and even having the potential to even think about like taking a decision like a gap year like it we're so lucky and we're so like, um, I guess like blessed to be, you know, living the life that we're living today. 
Yeah, I think I think that's so important to acknowledge. And uh, we're going to have a, a podcast episode d- dedicated especially to that. So I will link to that in the show notes once it goes live um, and talking about uh, the privilege that comes with, with living in Canada and, and being afforded these amazing decisions and opportunities that are before us. Um, and and I think that that is the right attitude to tackle that um, and to, to acknowledge and to recognize that um, that that life is pretty darn good right now, uh, which is really really cool. Um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about how you've grown and changed as a person. So I know you're you're mid gap year now, but you've had mm-hmm. lots of experiences. So I'm sure you're probably recognizing, or maybe your parents have told you that you've changed or grown. Um, but maybe can you articulate what you've learned about yourself or the world um, that maybe you wouldn't have had the opportunity to to do if you had moved directly into post secondary. Yeah, for sure. Man, I like I have grown a lot for sure. Like probably the most I've grown the most as a person in the past couple of months than probably like, you know, that I think that I would have like probably um, in any year of my life, actually. Um, And I think that it's like, I can see who I was as a person, like just like even during like this, this past summer, um, and the person who I am today, I, I'm so happy to be the person I am today. I think the way that um, I've changed um, is that I used to be very risk adverse and very fearful, um, and sometimes didn't have the most the most amount of like own like self belief in myself as well. And and I guess going deeper into that would be like just not believing in myself and like, and my own potential of like, um, you know, thinking that, Oh, I could never do crazy things. Like, Oh, I could never do what I'm doing right now. Like that's not a possibility ever. Just not having that self belief. Um, and, but then as soon as I just, I guess impulsively made the decision to take a gap year to move out, I started to realize that I am, I'm such a, I'm a way stronger person than I thought I was. Um, I've been able to, I guess, just become like, just, just even the small things, like having control over my own time, like how I spend my time. Like I have a whole day to my, like most of the time to myself to structure. So obviously that could be like, uh, you know, some part of it's like going and doing some work, um, and, and learning how to code. And so just even like knowing like how to be more organized and being, uh, being, like the boss of my own time um, has helped me change a lot. Um, I've also been able to just, uh, I guess this is, there's so many common themes that are going to keep coming up, Um, but like traveling by myself, meeting all sorts of people um, from like people my age, people who are a lot older, people from a different city, like traveling. I think traveling is a huge aspect um, that I'm very lucky that I got to experience Um, has helped me like have a broader, like, uh, I guess, like, come out of my, like, small bubble of here is Toronto, but, like, look at the world in a broader way. Like, here is the world. Um, here's how big I could be thinking. Here's all the different types of people that live in the world. And then, I guess, a lot along the way, I started to realize that, like, so many things as high school students we think about, like, this is how the world looks like. 
um, and they're so untrue. And like once you start living it, you're like, wow. So this is what actually feels like to be in a workplace, to be you know, um, be paid, to be doing work, to deliver work, to manage a project, to do something. Um, like that's what it really feels like. You're not really like given that resource in school to learn how to do that. I don't know. I'm just also like a way happier person. I think my level of happiness has definitely increased. There are many days that where I'm just so excited to wake up and like. I guess like go to work and you know start my day off and like have a great day whereas sometimes in school um, it was kind of the opposite you would dread going to school and you were like dread having to like sit in classes so I think just that even change like being excited about have, like starting a new day um, was so is so vital and there's like there's so many ways I've changed I think I've become way more mature I've become like uh, you know, so like very reliable as well, become like a, um, and even like mastering my emotions um, at, a, at a higher level um, has allowed me, I think, to just like uh, start thinking about life in, in a way, in, in a deeper way, um, you know, asking myself questions about how do I want, like what, do, what, what impact do I want to create on the world? How am I going to spend the next 10 years of my life in my 20s? Um, and, and like what kind of things do I want to achieve and how can I work towards that? And realizing that we, you know, I live in Canada, but there's a whole other world out there that is like, you know, waiting for you, like waiting to be explored and discovered. And, um, you know, life is just so much bigger than you think it is. Like that was a lot of, that was a lot of talking, but it's just, I think, you know, everything's just coming out at once. <laughs> well, I think, I think what that really says to me is just how alive you are. I can feel, I can feel it through the speakers. I can feel it through <laughs> the way that you're talking and how you've really come fully into yourself. And that is just so energizing for me. And I must say that it's, it's quite common for people on gap years to, um, um, to step into themselves and start to have a good sense of who they are and the skills that they have to be successful um, and to be happy. And the fact that you're saying that you're happier than you've ever been, that is just, I just, I'm smiling ear to ear on your behalf. Um, I just think that that is so, so cool. Um, and I know there's lots of people out there that are listening to this podcast um, that maybe need a little bit of encouragement or advice or might like to hear from somebody who's, who's down this pathway. Is there anything that you want other people to know or to hear from somebody who has been there, done that? Yeah, I think, okay, so hopefully this is relatable to a lot of people, but like I, I was, I went to school, um, and I don't know if people know about what the IB program is, the International Baccalaureate, but you know, I was in high school very academically focused, and that comes through the pressure my parents put on me in terms of like being uh, very academic, um, making sure that like uh, your you know your grades are always good. You go into a good university. Like there was no chance that I would not be going to university. Like that didn't even that thought didn't even cross their mind. And so, and, and, but I started thinking about like, huh, um, is, you know, I, I, I'm still trying to figure out like what I want to do. I, I'm still trying to figure out like what interests me. Like I, I, I didn't have it figured out at 18. Like that's real. Like no one actually does. Um, and this is, 
you know, common theme, I guess. Yeah, I, th- I think that idea that nobody has it figured out. Um, I am married with two kids and I still don't have it figured out. And the, the sooner we come to to terms with that, that, that we are going to grow and evolve and change. And that's what makes life so interesting. And that what that's what makes life different every single day when we wake up because we grow and we change and we learn more about ourselves, more about the world and more about the role we want to play in that world. And I think that that those messages are, are so important that we are more than our academics or we are more than our athletics or we are more than our artistic self. So whatever whatever people have told you that you excel at, there is so much more to you. And the, the sooner that you can start to explore all those different parts of who you are and be confident in all those who, different parts of who you are, uh, the more you can align your values with your, your life path. Path and it just sets mm-hmm. us on such a great trajectory. Yeah, and I totally so I, I totally agree. Like I think that as soon as I realized that like I definitely don't have anything figured out, and actually it, it started scaring me like having to go back into university where you are put in a structure and you have like uh, you know expectations in terms of deadlines, exams, and things that you're supposed to get done. I feel like it scared me that once I put myself in that environment, in the mental state I was at that point when I was just graduating high school, that I would spend, you know, I would still be confused. I would spend my next four years, um, you know, chasing after deadlines, but never having that time to myself. And so when I uh, decided, like, yes, I'm, you know, obviously I was very fearful. Like, I was not confident that, like, you know, I could convince my parents or I could take a gap year and do all these things all by myself. But I am, I think like sometimes we just need to take action. So I impulsively took the action to like, you know, you know, take an un, um, unenroll out of university, um, sign a lease for my apartment with my friends and like, you know, sign a job offer. Um, and you know, that like, those are things that I had to like just commit to. And once I did that, it was like, okay, now I'm like hot water, you know, like now I have to figure out how to like what to do. But as soon as I think that you put yourself in, in like an unstructured environment, um, it's so valuable to just, I think like just know that like the most learning as a person that you're going to do or grow as a person is when you have no idea what you're doing. Like when you're uncomfortable, when you have to just test yourself. Like so many times I didn't know I could do a a certain thing or I didn't even know I had a capacity to do something like, uh, you know, something that, that I never did up because I wasn't, you know, I didn't have that experience before. So I think it's like, if I was to give advice, it's like, if, if you, like, you shouldn't be afraid to, you know, take a gap year and to, you know, just figure out your own self or what you want or some of the goals, ambitions, whatever you want to do with your time. Um, and just, you know, and sometimes, sometimes we have to be impulsive and impulsively do it. And then once you're in that position, once you, you know that, okay, I'm in a gap year, that's when we got to, you know, crack it down. And there's so many things that, um, like, resources out there that can help you understand, like, what could you be doing spending your time? You could be traveling. You could be helping volunteer. You could do a job. You could potentially continue, I don't know, follow a passion, continue doing art, whatever it is. But letting yourself explore, I guess, the, the, the various depths of who you are and your personality that sometimes gets pushed down when it's, 
uh, put into a, a societal structure. And so I think that just like taking action, um, not being afraid to like be in, in a situation that's ambiguous is probably like my advice that I just want to like scream out loud. So if you're ever done with quantum computing, you can come and coach for me um, and, 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 and help other students because um, I'm not even going to say anything else because that just summed it up so beautifully. And uh, I think your, your life experience and your wisdom is really shining through. And uh, I really want to thank you for sharing your story today and for sharing all of these little nuggets of gold that the listeners are going to be able to take back and apply to their own life and to uh, to live vicariously through you or to be able to help them on their decision-making journey to taking their own gap year. So thank you so much for joining today. Thank you. Thank you. And like, um, I would be happy to help like in, in any way. And, and I just want to say for the listeners out there, I'm probably not too much older than you guys. I don't have it. Like, you know, I'm still figuring stuff out. Um, but, you know, that's part of life. And I think that's what, you know, brings joy just learning and growing as a person facing challenges and putting yourself in like interesting and difficult uh, situations and then learning how to face them so um, thank you for having me on the podcast I you know this is also a really good opportunity for me to even like you know you know share some things that I've experienced like this is a conversation that allowed me to learn about myself as well and uh, know like yeah this is what my gap years helped me do so thank you and for the listeners out there um, you know hopefully in the show notes or somewhere like I would love to um, have be be like totally open doors if people need advice help I'm happy to give out my time because I do think that what Michelle is doing and what um, everyone should do is like learn to learn to focus more on yourself and like take the time off um, to figure out what you love to do and hopefully that'll put you on a better trajectory down in life Amazing. And we will 100% in the show notes link to your contact information so that folks can follow you along on the rest of your gap year journey or tap into uh, your resources and your very generous offer to support others uh, on their journey if they have questions. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for being such an open book. And um, I'm sure you will be very successful in your next steps whenever they come about and whatever they might look like and uh, the world is very lucky to have you uh, just living your best life thank you thank you so much